Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm tired. And also Christina. <laughs> Holy shit. Christina is like... <laughs> I, I look like an Amish, Amish girl after her hiatus of her 18th birthday. It's her 18th birthday, right? Not her 16th. I'm not sure, but she's wearing like a, an Amish uh, country skirt, a panther. I think that is. It is a panther. T-shirt. All thrift store all the time. Um, She has uh, some eyeshadow smeared across her face. I don't even face. know. I, don't even care. I haven't looked at my face in so long. <laughs> That's how busy we've been. This is our last official night in Los Angeles. I know. It's sad. It's sad, but also, you know, you got to go back. Let's to reality, place, let's go. like Eminem said, you know, yeah, snap back into reality. Exactly, Oops, there goes gravity. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's what he said. Oh, good. That was I, I know accurate. most of the words to every Eminem song. Yeah, still, he's a brilliant rapper. I would love to interview him. So if anyone knows Marshall Matters, please. Sorry about last night. Show at gmail.com Also, that man is fuck him. <laughs> that man is sexy. Very odd that I think is I'm weirded out. You know those people that you're like I'm kind of weirded out that I want to fuck. Well, you? yeah, we discussed this because uh, my weirded weird sex fantasy is James Gandolfini. I mean, when he was alive, yeah, I get that. I but, totally get that. Yeah, it is weird though. I, w- weird. I but the, the thing is, I had a sex dream about James Gandolfini, and then I woke up and was attracted to him. I like that oh, the night the before sex dream made you. Wanna- yeah, the night before I went to sleep, what and if he- you had asked me if did I like James Gandolfini, I'd be like no. What did he do in your dream that was so suave? Uh, I don't really. I mean, I remembered at the time, but I mean, just some some sexy stuff. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like just some sadistic shit. You know, I mean, old Gandolfini. You know, I'm sure some mafia stuff, some violence. Typical. You know, you know me. I love some violence with yeah, my sex. Yeah, you do. Side of violence. Good for you. <laughs> or some violence side of sex. <laughs> we have had a very interesting time in out in LA. We wanted, yeah. th- th- I mean, thank you to everybody who came out to all the shows at the Comedy Store and at Ham and Eggs Tavern. It was so nice to meet you guys in person. Yeah, and the free parking show. Oh, the free parking show was amazing. Thank you so much to everybody who who, who helped us and came out and supported us. And in- thank you so much for introducing yourself after the show. It was really, it's so nice to meet the people who listen to the podcast. And mm-hmm. it's so nice to know that the fans, at least the ones we've met, like, they're really fucking cool. Yeah, you're cool. They don't suck. You're very good looking. They're all very attractive, yeah. cool people. I'm kind of like, can I be like you? I want to be that cool. Yeah. Well, it's I guess it's it's nice to know that maybe, like, what we're putting out is coming back to us. So hopefully. I'm like, hopefully people think that we are nice and good looking. Oh, God, yeah. Cool and good looking. Not nice. Funny. Funny. That's all I want. Just 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 think i'm funny please <laughs> we had a weird oh so much weird shit has happened we already talked do we talk about drag racing with seth Rogen? yeah we already talked about that in the last yeah last episode because I, I forget um so this is the second half of our trip yeah there was an instance where and i and i would totally a thousand percent call this comic out if i knew his first and last name mm-hmm. i really would uh, I'm all for calling people out if they do dumb shit. And I get that when people say and do dumb things, a lot of times they're in a bad place and whatever, whatever. I, fuck it. I don't care. Right. We were at the, we've been at the comedy store a lot this, this past week. Yeah. So we have two shows there and then we we're just there to see, we saw Mark Marin, one of my favorite stand up comics. He fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so happy to see him. 
We um, saw Bobby Lee. Oh, Bobby Lee really, was so really good. funny. Unfortunately, Aunt. he doesn't, you know, come to New York often oh, enough. That motherfucker would be a great interview. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lee, if you're listening. Ali Wong. Oh, Ali Wong was so good. A lot of really great uh, comedic performances. Owen Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, sir. You're an attractive piece yeah he followed us on twitter did a I little know. little little direct messaging little Very, DMing. I, I was, it's so funny i was such a big fan of his up like i've just always just known his work in some form like through either through social media or like youtube videos i don't know why so i didn't know he was gonna be on the show that we saw john campanelli's show at the laugh factory and yeah it was so nice to see him and, and then you see him and he's wearing a suit and he's charming as fuck and you're like yeah. oh shit yeah you must get thrown you pussies must get thrown at your face but i mean if he had all that time to direct message me back maybe not probably not that's probably <laughs> that's the surefire way. oh oh you have time to talk to me uh, i don't care anymore it's not even a you're not as busy as i want you to be yeah it's just uh oh you had so much time well there was a m- <laughs> that's a bummer you could have been working uh there was nothing a moment- drives my pussy more than time <laughs> okay uh <laughs> I love time. Uh, there was a moment where I guess a lot of the comics at the comedy store that were hanging out, there's a patio at the comedy store where everyone just kind of hangs, right? And breaks a lot of glasses. A lot, a lot of, of opportunities. Smokes a lot of cigarettes and weed and what have you. And so we we hung out on that patio quite a lot during our time here. And I'll miss that patio. I had some good and bad times on that patio. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll absolutely be back. Um but there was a, I was waiting in line for the bathroom at the comedy store and there was a comic and I, like I said, I don't know his name. Uh, and he kept asking me, he goes, you host the podcast guys we fucked. And he was kind of yelling at me in line in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, and it just felt weird. It just felt like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Confrontational. It, it, yeah. it felt very confrontational, which is, I don't ever feel that way unless someone's being a huge dick. Unless someone's right? confronting you. <laughs> That's yes, yeah, absolutely true. <laughs> and so he kept saying, he was like, yeah how many guys have you fucked you fucked a lot of guys in your podcast tell me and then there was this drunk guy in line on the opposite side of the wall and he's like you have a podcast called guys we fucked and they, they were yelling it so i, I tried to get them i to would like to down. interject and say that neither of these guys have probably ever been fucked i've seen their faces i don't know i mean they've at least tried uh <laughs> they've certainly hence tried their anger yeah um and then they were talking really loud and i was just kind of embarrassed and so i was like can you guys be quiet and he goes oh i'm just trying to fucking compliment you on your podcast i'm so sorry that you co-host guys we fuck and he just kept yelling it at me and it was just so mm-hmm. weird and it really upset me and then the more upset i got the angrier they got at me and i just felt uh shout out to myra and her friend guys we fucked fan I smoked, uh, I took a little hit of a blunt that I was offered and I have never smoked wax. Christina got waxed. Yo, motherfuckers. I got waxed. Okay. I don't know if you've ever gotten waxed. I've heard of wax. It's a very pure form of THC. It's, it's highly like getting condensed. ice, but way worse. And the second I've heard of wax, I was like, not for me. Never going to do it. Never. I'm such a lightweight. I can't take a hit out of a bong. I can't take, I, I'm just a amateur weed smoker i really as much as i talk about it, like i just don't i can't i don't do it during the day i just i'm not a good i'm not good at smoking weed so i took a hit of this i choked for about an hour and then myra's friend goes oh yeah that was wax and i was like oh that sucks like i wish i would have asked or i don't know i just didn't know it was wax and so i was kind of fucked up so when i was in line at the bathroom and these guys were like yelling at me about the podcast and being 
condescending and demeaning and just all these awful things. And part of me was like, is it the wax or are they being a dick? And then I looked over at a girl that was standing like diagonal from me and she had her eye, her, she was rolling her eyes and she was like, what the fuck are these dudes doing? Mm-hmm. And I, I made eye contact with her and she was like, are you okay? What the fuck? And I was like, okay, it's not the wax. They're just the worst people ever. Yeah. And I got really upset. And I think the wax made I was it like, worse. the upsetness was like, just because, I mean, I it know you, the wax. I know you're a more sensitive soul than I, but at the same time, like, but I can people, stand my ground and, and that's why I don't like being high in public because I want to be in control of the situation. But these people were just losers. I mean, I just like when uh, I just can't get mad about anything the loser says, no matter how seemingly awful. I mean, they were just reeked of lo- loserness. Yeah, that's just not reeked what I, uh... of it. That just unfortunately, I wasn't in a state of mind that those thoughts were at the top of my head. Well, and also which was a really b- a bummer because I could have thrown some funny lines at him. But uh, it wasn't even I about being funny. It was just about and then it was the funny same, to me is mean at that instance. It was the same um, guy who had stopped me earlier and been like, oh, my friend wants to talk to you. And then he tried to use the old negging on me. And then as I do, when people use this technique on me, I said, very nice. Uh, I see what you're doing here. I was like, I do want to tell you that I am a woman with self-confidence, so nagging doesn't work on me. I appreciate your attempt at using that tactic, but it's not going to work. And then I walked away. Uh, and then, of course, we when we saw these uh, gentlemen, uh, like a couple nights later... <laughs> Then he tried to high five me, the same guy. And then I had to get into a fucking altercation to defend Christina's honor, which I didn't want to do. I didn't have to. What? You didn't have to do that. Yes, I did. I didn't have to. I I didn't have to. I don't like to bring the jersey out, but sometimes the jersey needs to come out. And so like fucking where Christina's in the original room, I'm out like flipping out on this guy outside the bathroom. (laughs) He was not expecting that because in Los Angeles, people. No one uh, one says what they think to your face. Yeah, they say it behind your back. And I said it really. Real loudly to his face and he was not expecting that and then he went to another comic to try to like fist pump and then the, the um bump and then the uh comic uh, yeah the other comic fist bumped me instead because <laughs> they were scared of my Yo, wrath your boys ain't on your side no more yes random stranger comic that i don't know your name yes uh so that was that was interesting i just don't i don't like being high in those situations because i need to be in control so that was a bummer but uh shout out to myra and company for bringing the weed there was a lot of interesting uh conversations that we heard uh this week in los angeles i am so happy that there are no men allowed in the female bathrooms in los angeles yeah because we have overheard some conversations that Ooh. I wish there was no me allowed because oh. I didn't want to hear this shit either. I was just one of the one of the quotes, direct quotes was Trevor's just never been the same since he roofied himself. Like, I swear to God, what's his fucking problem? And it said exactly like that. Like, that was a thing that someone said. It was exactly. a real just, quote. And then and then we we're in the bathroom. Kurt and I were both in the bathroom and there was two girls in a big in the bigger stall. Yeah. In the bathroom. And one of the girls was like, I just got to I wanted to bring you here to tell you. I brought you much- here tonight. Not yeah, even oh. in the bathroom. I brought you here tonight tonight to let you know how much of a bitch uh, you're being. that you're a bitch. And the other girl was like. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'm I being know. such a bitch. What? I'm so sorry. What? And then the girl who claimed the so-called the other girl bitch goes out of that stall into another stall and takes a piss. 
I'm like, what, are you just going to take a piss after that? You can't we talk to each other. It was so weird. It was so weird. Don't you so talk, just don't be friends with that girl who don't. took you to the bathroom stall to tell you that you're being a bitch. She's a bitch. Oh. Stop calling each other bitches. I'm a bitch. He's a bitch. <laughs> She's a bitch. Because we're all If you bitch. think someone's a bitch, don't be a, their friend. Just don't stop. Girls need to stop calling each other bitches all the fucking time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. It felt weird. Ugh. And then we were around, we were around people who were famous. Mm-hmm. And we got to see other people react and live and exist around them it yeah it's very, it very la yeah uh, that was it that's always that always fascinates it's me. always a fun wake-up call to I see the comic super famous people i really do eh. I, it's i don't act annoying or or creepy i've never but been around someone who different. was like so famous that i was like oh my god yeah uh so yeah we we got to witness the side of I guess L.A., but it also probably happens in New York. We just don't realize it. Because when famous people roam and dwell around New York City, they kind of do it incognito a little bit Mm -hmm. more so. And then in L.A., it's just more out in the open. I don't know why, but uh, it was just really interesting to watch. Yeah, it's always a wake-up call to see uh, your favorite uh, comedian from high school talk to one girl he's fucked while grabbing the ass of another girl who's friends with that girl. And you're just like, really? I, mean, I kind of thought they were going to have a three-way. I had a picture of you on my... Yeah, but it wasn't sexy like that. It was just like... Because the girls weren't being powerful women. I know. I that know. was the they problem. Were, this is this is my thing, and I feel bad. Ugh, I feel bad talking They were just saying dumb shit. And it was like, I know you're bad. Come on. They were Come acting on. as Don't objects, that, not as humans. And that's, yeah. and therein lies the problem. Yeah. Oof. It was weird to watch. If someone weird. grabs your ass, least... either walk away or grab it back. Don't just right. stand there and be grabbed. <laughs> well, they were saying shit when their ass was grabbed. They're yeah. Like, oh, you're so funny. Oh, God. I don't know. Like that. Uh, but we've had a really good time in LA. We want to thank a bunch of people. We have a whole list um, here that I wrote on a napkin. She wrote it on pen. a napkin. I'm excited. Um, thank you to all the fans who came out. Uh, a lot of fans that we've known that have been fans for a while. It was so nice to finally meet you guys or meet you again. Mm-hmm. Christine, girl, Mariana. Christine. <laughs> Kistini. That's what I meant to say. I'm, you branded yourself really well. We're yeah, still calling I you my Kistini. Name with, I mixed my name with yours. I'm really sorry <laughs> with your with your branding. Very, very sorry. Uh, Mariana, Myra. Montes, Javier, Corey for driving us around. Oh, thank you so much, Corey. You're the best. Chloe, so sweet promoting us on instagram amazing gabby conti who we oh. owe a lot to she made this trip to los angeles really special john campanelli oh. who helped us produce the wonderful john. store at the uh the show at the comedy store joe de rosa for uh being on the show and also having us as guests on mm-hmm. his podcast horatio sands uh we did his podcast he did ours so look out for that in the future it's a good dude dan Byrne came and hung out with us seth herzog stopped by horatio's house when we were recording and it meant so much because he's one of the funniest comedians on the planet if you don't know seth herzog look him up right away and follow him on all the social media he's the zog on on twitter oh i love him so much but make sure to say that we sent you so that he can just be reminded so he thinks we're cool yeah yeah because we were (laughs) there was one point where we were at horatio's house and we recorded a podcast episode and then we and then we started uh seth came over we started taking calls 
Uh, we tweeted out. It was like you, three in the morning. Yeah, it was. Some of you guys like, called in and we appreciate it. West Coast time. So it was five in the morning. So Horatio tweeted, was like, wake up, New York. Call Horatio. <laughs> and, we're, and we got to talk to a lot of the fuckers and a lot of the fans of the Horatio's podcast, which is the Horatio. If you don't, uh, if you aren't subscribed to it, do it. It's fucking hilarious. One of my favorite podcasts. Um, Sean Leary, thank you so much for having us on your show. Free parking. Uh, Julia Reese, who also co-hosted uh, at the Ham and Eggs Tavern uh, over Easy Comedy. I mean, that show was the last show tonight, but, yeah. you know, just... It was a blast. Just TBT, I guess. Thanks, uh, girl. Chad Kruger, who also works on the Hooray Show oh, and is on the Hooray Show. He's a wonderful dude. Jimmy Shin, uh, who had a great show at the Comedy Store. Um, and everybody who we hung out with this week, you've oh. made a, it a really special... Uh, interesting week for us and we uh, are excited to go back to New York but also excited to for the next time that we come back here yeah it was an unforgettable time and we really uh, we had a lot of fun so thanks everybody for coming out and everybody for helping us do shit we love you and uh, yeah let's bring on our guests we're going to talk to our guests we have our a female guest mm-hmm. we're really excited about <laughs> A woman. It's a woman. She has tits and a vagina. And she did porn for a while. I was like, she's done a lot, many things. She's been a suicide girl and she has since moved on into the video gaming world. But the thing that we're, yeah, the thing we're going to talk to her mainly about today uh, are her experiences in the porn industry. And we're really excited because this is the first time since she left the industry three years ago that she's been willing and felt comfortable enough to speak about it. Uh, And she's just, a beauty, a gem, an intelligent woman. I'm really excited to have her here today. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Missy, Missy. Dawn. That girl thinks she's the queen of the neighborhood. She got here in Los Angeles in a hallway. In a closet. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's kind of like Chronicles of Narnia, I feel like, a little they, bit. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you're bringing such a positive outlook to it. So we're here <laughs> um, with our guest, Misty Dawn. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So can you just tell us a little bit about, I guess, to start out of who you are and how people might know you? Um, well, I've been on the internet forever, it feels like now. I started off doing alt modeling back in the day and then went into actually hardcore pornography. And um, that's probably where a lot of people recognize me. And then mm-hmm. I left that to go into gaming three years ago. And um, now I'm here. I do a lot of YouTube <laughs> stuff, things like that. Sweet. Wait, yeah. what you, gaming, like video game? Yeah, yes. I actually have a YouTube channel partnered with Machinima. Oh, nice. Right. So uh, gaming content, gaming related, rambling about video games. Actually, was in a video game, too, which for like little kid me was like, yes. That's, that's awesome. really exciting. Absolutely. Thanks. That's really cool. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to point out, you just said that you did hardcore pornography, like in I the did. sweetest voice <laughs> I know. that I've ever heard anyone say anything. It it's was like, so would you like fries with? With that I did hardcore pornography. Do you want ketchup or salt? Or <laughs> so I yeah. So we're reading up on you. Um, and uh, you started out as a suicide girl, correct? Yeah, yeah. which Those bitches are cool. so hot. Like eleven years ago. I love that look. <laughs> but you, you you 
look wonderful. So yeah, I know you're gorgeous <laughs> and, and very youthful looking. Um, no, and um, it's this already is already like, hot in here. I <laughs> well, I'm obsessed with Suicide Girls. Like, oh, really? I think it's like the best. That's like my favorite. That's kind of like for me, uh, my ideal girl. I'm a straight woman, and I try to make myself have lesbian tendencies it doesn't work it just oh. doesn't but if i was i like love suicide girls so how how did that come about um i was like 17 when i had heard about the site my friend said i was too chubby to be on it and when i turned 18 i was like whatever i'm gonna apply because i live in kentucky and the internet's here so why not right and i got approved so my set actually went up um, April and I graduated my senior year in May. So my first set went up while I was still in high school. Oh, wow. Did, did, yeah. the, did you get any reaction from people who you went to school with or you just didn't tell, say anything? Um, I didn't really say anything and a lot of people in Kentucky weren't really looking up suicide girls yet yeah, yeah it, it seems like too yet. alternative there for... was like 300 suicide girls at the time so it was really nice. oh okay yeah so nobody knew yeah. truly yeah. one of the first no they said you were ch- too chubby were you the same size you are now or uh, yeah my friend what my friend fuck? said that you're yeah. tiny oh, <laughs> that's like i was like did you go through some rapid weight loss i mean something? i was probably like 25 pounds heavier in high school but right uh you know it was kind of like a recurring factor i experienced a lot through porn too even though in porn i was like 119 which is that's seven Dang. pounds less than I am. Yeah. They'd always call me full figure, too fat. I have what got the whole, fuck? Uh, after several jobs that I was too fat for it. Wow. Oh and God. I had never felt fat. Just when my friend In- said you were too fat, I was like, I'll show you. What? And then whatever. But they have that. Okay. That's that. I'm already. I think angry. maybe because you have a round face or yeah. something like that. When I was, I was like, younger, it was like. Yeah. I was like, I was like, because if anyone's actually looking at your body, unless. But you, someone like Alexis Texas, who's. I actually of my worked with her. I, yeah. She was she's way so hot. taller than me. Oh. <laughs> but she's full. She's curvy, girl. Really but curvy. I would never call her like too big. Like BBW or something. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't call her that. Like, I just like the best ass I've ever seen lately. Just the booty. That's what I would call it's her. It's a pretty nice ass. It's I such it. a good Rolls ass. right off the tongue. Oh, I love Best her ass. ass that I've ever seen lately. It literally does. Yeah. <laughs> so that's also no. So uh, did your parents have any idea that you were on the Suicide Girls website? I or? told my mom. I told my mom everything. Then. And what was her reaction? Uh, you know, like as I was, long as you're happy. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know. It, she tried to take the like cool parent approach to a lot of that stuff. Right. And I was doing well in school. You know, as an EP honor student, I was going on to college. It wasn't like I was like. Oh, fuck you it, mean I'm you could be like, hot and smart? It yeah. was a weird concept. <laughs> 2004 but it happened yeah it was not like you had lost your way and decided to submit right. pictures it's just like you that was some a choice that you wanted to make yeah. and geez how many times did i like think about like sending pictures to suicide how many times do i still actively think about it like <laughs> you all should. the time well I'm, i don't have any tattoos i mean i feel like there are a couple people There's that don't, without. don't yeah. have tattoos, tattoos but i feel like i'm like i need to get MGR. i feel like it's really changed now mm-hmm. it's like a whole subculture instead of just like this cookie cutter, what seems weird, but a cookie cutter look of girls with tattoos or weird hair colors. Like, right. It's just a mindset now. Yeah. And so what about, let's, I want to talk about your early sexuality days. Mm. Like when did you start fucking? Uh, it was like two months right before my 16th birthday. Okay. So technically I was 15. But pretty I like much my like, age. That's how old right, I was. Right. It's like, but it was Kentucky. So I still had waited for a while <laughs> compared <laughs> to everyone else. Good one. <laughs> I mean, there was a girl in my class that was 14 that got pregnant. So it really was oh. like, okay, I've waited long enough. I'm yeah. ready. So that's interesting because you th- you do think in Kentucky, like people are getting married young, but do you, uh, as far as sexuality, I would, when I think Kentucky, I would think a religious 
play a lot of religion which a a lot of times stops people from having sex or just i guess makes them go about creative ways of doing it more more creative ways of doing it pretending they're not doing it it's Mm -hmm. like i had catholic friends that didn't want to use birth control because it was against religion but they're already having premarital 15 year old sex right you have to pick you're kind of being an asshole there (laughs) yeah well that was also their other answer too Uh, uh, i was gonna say i was just like it's always anal you always go for anal and i'm just like that to me is a so much more like progressive that should happen right? oh my after. god what do you prep it goes work. from virgin to anal like, yeah okay. that's not a good. lot of southern people well, Britney true. Spears that was the whole thing kind of like because I think just uh, Britney was very big when she was dating Justin Timberlake about how she was a virgin and Justin yeah. made a comment he was like well her asshole isn't and it was like oh, the talk that. it was the talk of the yeah. town everyone's like shut up dude but i was like ah, justin has a point <laughs> i mean it was ramen noodle hair justin timberlake days it wasn't yes. like hot now no. justin timberlake yes. days. he has really progressed he's really grown into a man wise. i've never heard yeah. someone call it ramen noodle but that is exactly <laughs> what it was that's a yeah. good description oh my god so so did you get any talk from your parents or was there any education in your high school about like sex ed and stuff uh yeah yeah um oh, my, nice. my well my um let's see elementary school had like a very basic sex ed like here's how babies are made because some people really just don't tell their children ever. yeah a lot of people don't it's never weird. and it's you're like weird. where does it go how do you do it um and then my mom gave me this book called changing minds changing bodies that I've she had, that. had growing up <laughs> yeah it has like an encyclopedia of anything you could ever think of from like what smoking cigarettes to alcohol to marijuana will do to what abortion means and like every oh, level cool. of sex so that's really great all-encompassing yeah and so i just got really curious about sex i never really had like this religious hang up on it and my mom never really had that approach with it or anything that's Wait, lovely. but my family was mormon i was like oh, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was like, because i was like <laughs> I, I read something about the church it. the church of latter-day saints yeah. right yeah okay so how so your fa- this What's is that so about? interesting <laughs> <The> yeah <South. laughs> yeah so you so so it seems like you have a pretty chill mormon mom though well she- yo your mormon mom's cool as fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was um way more like what they call jack mormon like she wasn't both my parents weren't so much practicing religious as their parents were so they kind of saved face on holidays but never really like my Got dad it. just listened to led zeppelin and chilled out and okay was totally oh stoner. that's awesome yeah my mom was like you'll go to church on christmas you have to get up and i'm like i don't want to wake up but right. my mom's mom uh, is mormon but you know mormons are like the south park where they're like you're yeah. doing wrong but it's cool yeah, you know, yeah. just keep hanging out and like yeah, play some yeah. scrabble but my dad's side is southern baptist so they were like, I'm still going to hell for things I did probably before I was born somehow. Darn it. Yeah, Don't so you hate that? You sad. just walk in, you never had a chance. Come out of the birth canal and you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um I I also I read um that that you were actually excommunicated though from the Church of Latter day Saints. Yeah. You badass bitch. So oh, how does one get excommunicated? Because <laughs> it's a it's a goal in my life. I mean I'm not oh. religious, but I would like to join one just so just I can get it. excommunicated. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really interesting because it was about five years ago and they just sent a letter and like the courts of mormon <laughs> religion a letter yeah i could go defend myself at this court case well, are you like oh. a registered mormon or I was growing up because i got baptized <laughs> do you get a card a carrying card uh no but you're supposed to give like a percentage of your income every year oh there we have it yeah. ladies and gentlemen that is why religion robs um, everybody i always money. call mormonism i mean it's really nice don't be offended anyone but it's like the poor man scientology you still gotta pay into it yeah. it's just not a lump sum up front it's like installments yeah well the catholic church is one of the largest grossing money organizations in the world yeah. 
Yeah, it's not good. Um, but so yeah, I, I got baptized growing up, but I really was like, I told my grandma I just wanted to get in the pool because I didn't understand. I really tuned out a lot in church. I'm yeah, like, I have right. to get up, I'm sleepy. And I was like, I want to get in the pool. And so I had to take these classes with the missionaries and then I got in the <laughs> pool and I was like, it's cold. And I didn't really get in there for a second. <laughs> so that's how Aww. I became a like, registered Mormon from that. And uh, <laughs> So they figured out I did porn, obviously, because they have the internet or, you know, it's like, I oh, was so they wondering. were watching your porn. Yeah, and they're like, like, they have to look awful. at the evidence. Well, I'm like, is Ugh. there like a, is there like a, a, a group of people who just sit around looking to find Mormons doing bad stuff? Or like, is this, a, is this an Do they have Google section? alerts on all the Mormons? Maybe. That would be Maybe a good so. idea. That's actually. a good idea. I don't want to give them any more good ideas. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't let them, let them work for themselves. Yeah. They have genealogy. They'll figure it out. They'll find you. <laughs> But um, it's it's state to state, I guess, because there's other like famous Mormons who have broken Mormon religion or say they're not religious like Belladonna and mm. they've never been excommunicated. So the church kind of takes the a stance fuck? on like wow. who they want to promote. But since mine was a small state, like no one looks at it that way. They're like, right. I could come to this court case and defend myself. And I was like, well, I haven't been to church in 10 years. I obviously don't care. I'm not religious. Yeah. So I just got a follow-up letter that said that like, I'm removed from the registry. And But anytime I want to come pray or anything, I'm welcome. I just can't take sacraments. Did they say, then they stated specifically because of, porno- but oh, because of pornography? Um, because here was my question. Yeah. How did you know that, sir? Yeah. I know that's been my question all along. Because then I- you win. <laughs> Yeah, because like, he was jerking off to it. Yeah, who like, found that's 100% it? That's 100 how that happened. Because they still have to watch it to make sure, like, it's not just false accusations. Yeah. Oh, right. my job's so hard. Ugh. Totally, some dude <laughs> doing that somewhere. I don't know, but yeah, I think the first letter says something about like, kind of so long of us. Something about it was porn. It definitely was oh. porn related, but not saying the exact verbiage of like, watch you get banged. That shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Like adult videography, something, something. Some <laughs> indie movie you did. Oh <laughs> my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Did you did you save this letter? I would. Frame it's at my it. mom's house. So oh, okay. that's that. I would be so proud of that fucking letter. Yeah. Oh my that god, would be my favorite letter. At the time, I was like, whatever. You know, I didn't even think about. It. I'm like, oh, what? A, also, what a weird letter to receive. Like mail, you're not expecting to get. Yeah, we're like, what is this from the church? We hate you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, bye. Peace out. Yeah. And I was already in California. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to Kentucky and fight this case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh so um, then, so you did Suicide Girls mm. for how long? Um, I probably, I only did like two sets. Two sets. And are you totally, are you totally naked or they're topless? Totally oh, nude. Oh, totally nude. Okay. But no like spread. Because on their Instagram, because I follow their Instagram, but obviously. I think yeah, it's you more, you can't the get the spread pussy. You gotta pay for the good stuff. Oh, do you? You pay uh, for it? There's a, I guess a pay There's a, yeah, there's a, there's a like membership fee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who is, who is, what celebrities really, is it like Dave Grohl or someone's really into Suicide Girls? I think he, yeah, I think he's really into it. Seems like it would be, yeah. It's been forever. So you did photo shoots with them in the beginning college and then uh i worked at like a call center during college i kind of just did those two sets and like moved on because you know i'm in the middle of kentucky so there's yeah. not really like i don't see any longevity of this it was just a thing to do at 18 yeah did, did they you send get paid, someone right? out to photograph you or? my best friend actually shot because i know they Christina. do it two different ways sometimes they send someone out sometimes do yeah. they do post-production on the photos or do you guys or are you responsible um, for the editing of the, the photos man at the time I actually printed off like film you know so I had to oh, like okay. make a CD to send oh, to them wow. so if they did any editing but I don't think they really did a lot of editing at the time my friend was a professional photographer so it worked oh, out perfect. where like oh, okay. they weren't too bad or anything so they were yeah. pretty good photos do yeah. they pay you for that stuff mm-hmm. oh, yeah okay, cool. yeah back nice. in the day but it was like 
You know, it was like $200, $300 back yeah. in the day. It was so long ago. But, but at 18, you're like, oh my God, yeah. $200. Oh, I have a badge of honor. Oh my God, <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> there wasn't even those yet. <laughs> Didn't even exist. <laughs> I had to go make them in my kettle. So describe the the leading up to deciding to do porn. What was that like? Like, What did you have to think long and hard? Or were you like, yeah, I kind of want to do this? Yeah, I kind of turned into that more. I um, I had gotten let out from like this call center I was working at when I was in college. And then I started dancing at a club. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun and it really allowed me a good schedule to like be able to go to school all day and also make money without spending 40 hours a week at a job which is what I was doing and struggling with my grades at it because I was originally a biology major and um I had saw uh, a similar site that was like Burning Angel and it was you know like Suicide Girls but then they also had the option of doing hardcore so I started off the same just doing like photo sets here and there and I would mm-hmm. go to New York and like it was an excuse to go to New York and like oh I'll go dance on these coasts and do some pictures and come back and they had this dude on there that I thought was really hot and I had a boyfriend at the time and I was like do you mind if I shoot this porn and <laughs> He was, and we had like an open relationship, which was like my idea. Oh. So it was and really And your boyfriend like, was totally cool with it? Yeah, he was totally cool with it. That's it, awesome. You're yeah. really ahead of your time, I will you say. Really <laughs> you really so are. So there was a guy in New York. Did he work oh, he for... He was in LA, but he had oh. shot on their site and I'd seen him in a scene. And you saw him and you were really... And I was, was like, like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like and that was your that. first porn experience. So you saw somebody you were attracted to. You were like, I would totally fuck you on camera. Yeah, that's the and girliest then, reason to get into porn. That is the girliest there reason to get into porn. I really want to fuck this cute boy. I'm gonna go to there were like no cute boys where I was. It was like there's hot dudes on the oh, internet. They're dude, somewhere. Kentucky, I gotta I find imagine. them. It's totally like just showing up at like you know if you like are, have a crush on a DJ, just showing up at the club, just showing up on the porn set. Yeah. Like I'm gonna fuck you. So oh, when you dance, did you fun. dance totally nude? Uh, no, it was actually um, I danced in Indiana where I went to school, which was like right over the border from mm-hmm. Kentucky. Um, but it was just pasties and thongs. Oh, but okay. it was really oh, okay. fun. It oh, was yeah. like totally different than anywhere else I've danced in the nation. It's like really small. Everyone that I worked with at the time still works there kind of place. Uh-huh. And they go watch like football on Sundays together and stuff. Oh, that's it's sweet. Like, so you didn't have a bad experience dancing. Dancing was fun. Dancing awesome. was a lot of fun. And then, mm-hmm. you know, traveling is fun too with dancing. Yeah. It's really easy just to go to a place and be like, find a strip club, go dance with your friend, make some money and then travel to the next place. And oh, that's things. cool. Yeah. Wonderful. It was a good that time. sounds awesome. Back before like 2009, when you could actually make money dancing. Now, eh, not so much. No, yeah, yeah <laughs> the de- like 2009 depression stuff started happening, and it and really affected that first the most. So, because I guess these, because those are extra things that people, the kind of people who have that extra disposable income, just don't first have anymore. Yeah. yeah, the fun is always the first stuff to go. Yeah, yeah, because Stephen and I like going to strip clubs a lot, but then when he's like, we're not making much money, he's like, oh, I can't do it. We can't do it today because you know you don't want to go and be like, I can only spend like fifty dollars. Like right. you don't want to have that mentality when you go to strip club. You want to be like, listen, yeah, yeah, right. it's like, a night where you can go buck wild. Fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So describe what it was like doing this porn did you meet with the your co-star beforehand uh yeah he actually picked me up from the airport which was like <laughs> so yeah. romantic did you call him and you're like i think you're cute i want to fuck you on camera uh, no, oh no i just contact the owner of the site she's oh. like i'll hook you up girl I'm oh okay so. wow <laughs> women helping women love yeah. it <laughs> love it and then it was like you know if you're gonna come shoot one we need to shoot three at a time so i was like with the same yeah. guy? Uh, no, different people. So that kind of like opened the, okay, well, I'm doing this. Well, I'm already doing this. Right. Do it's this, kind of like once you do it, one, once you shoot one porn. Were you attracted already, yeah. to all three guys? Um, I don't know. I don't remember what they first were. I think it was one, one boy, girl, one girl, girl, boy scene. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think one was just a solo. So that was like, Oh, that's easy. It was like, just oh, knock that out day. real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got here. Yeah. But the, the boy girl, yeah, it was fine. I'd already had like three ways with my boyfriend before. So it wasn't, that wasn't weird. But the dude was like, the second dude was definitely not my type. Uh-huh. So it was real How do you fuck somebody you like, don't want to fuck? Like I imagine in porn that would happen a lot because it does. it's your job. <laughs> it does, Fucking yeah. is your job. So you have to kind of, but for a guy, it's, it's not as hard, but for a guy, like someone's on my dick. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what yeah like is it do they have fluffers in porn anymore is no, that it's fake okay is that ever yeah. a thing was that ever a thing i don't think so okay. i mean as long as i was in porn i've only heard stories of like the 70s had fluffers do they jerk right. it in between takes do they like yeah, master totally. do you do that did you do that in between sometimes takes? some dudes you do it just because you like just like girls have to be into it some dudes yeah. you got to be like i'm your girlfriend while you're there yeah so some dudes you have to like wow. jerk them off and kiss them and act like you're really into it or they wow. like lose their honor wow. and then you're there all day waiting for that and you're like Ugh. i don't have time for this uh, yeah, i thought you so hate hot. that i love you this fucking dick needs to pretend as he's girlfriend to oh fuck my right. god that's so <laughs> fascinating that's really interesting yeah. but it is a weird vibe it's like you never think of that you think guys should show up and like most dudes in porn don't give a fuck they can get a boner really easily and keep yeah. going but part dudes, one of the reasons why they're in porn i'm sure they're good at fucking they really separate yeah, yeah they separate so, a lot when you fuck on camera do you plot it out like do you plot out because i was Positions? told yeah or like does the director shout things at you while you're filming and then they just take that out and post yeah they can talk to you you know and they'll just it's very easy to um cut seamlessly because you like zoom in on someone's leg and you're back into the scene right zoom out. so right you, you can do, do jump positions. cuts <laughs> yeah no one's really paid attention to the details and editing yeah no like, one's just like the, the cinematography on that porn was horrible bad filter <laughs> so what's okay so describe when you were doing porn you you woke up in the morning you had a scene right mm-hmm. what do you do to prep do you do anything to prep do you wax um, i mean and testing what about oh testing? yeah um at the time you were uh, you were getting tested every month now it's every two weeks they've recently changed up the condom law and a lot of stuff and I was gonna say a lot yeah. can happen in a month yeah when you're fucking then, professional yeah and when you look at those like if you look at a chart it's like when two cats have a cat and then in five years like make thirty thousand children it's yeah. kind of the same with porn it's like if they fucked one person who fucked one person who did a gangbang who did a gangbang and a day you fucked like 30 people and you didn't even like do anything but one person yeah, yeah. so two weeks i think is a much better turnaround and i'm, yeah. I'm totally supportive of the condom situation you, know? you are interesting because a lot of people aren't because they're the aesthetics not. of the condom right. but, but it's it, like well learn to like it because everyone should work on when they're fucking people especially right. if you don't know the person or you don't know if they're tested you yeah. have to yeah a lot of people see that test as like an artificial comfort and it's really like it shouldn't be and people have fake tests like Mr. Marcus who got in trouble a couple years ago uh, wow. it really wasn't difficult if you save something as a PDF and slightly alter it you pull it up the uh, directors have access to the database at the time um, but performers are not supposed to be able to of course that stuff leaks because yeah. it's like mm, everyone being in school together but being on the same level kind of <laughs> so thing. that he lied about his test results yeah he, he had just syphilis didn't... and he gave oh, syphilis shit. to oh. a couple people they actually the police charged him he had community service he lost good good yeah. that's that's but he good. was a prominent male performer you right know? it's like i've met mr marcus several times i never worked with him and he's always like girl did we ever work together we should fuck like, one day like, no especially not now yeah yeah, yeah. because <laughs> no, you, that's not cool and it's also like i mean you know in any community there's like a sense of like camaraderie and trust that you hope to build with the people right. do you, is that does that exist in the porn industry do you have like friends or like any kind of like a group of like porn stars who hang out i mean i would hope you do yeah but it's when the job is sex it really changes mm-hmm. everyone's 
relationship and the way you can really trust people because it just is it's a really mind fuck situation especially for women it's coming at a different angle you know like yeah some some directors and some performers and just some people in the industry their way of getting them to do things is by making them feel less about themselves or imperfect mm. and you're already you know yeah. typically coming from a background that's not perfect so you're more susceptible to this and then when your body's a product on top of it there's just all these things oh, going geez. on then men are dealing it from another angle and it's like their problems a lot of them some of them do crossover some don't do crossover some girls won't work with them they're not into banging this girl and it's just like all of a that a lot of layers so many lot layers, of layers makes for like more like mean girls relationships where people mm-hmm. bounce from click to click you know now are there things like jealousy like are there would there would there be like other female uh, porn stars who would get like jealous of you for having sex with a certain person on camera are there certain people who always work together or anything like that it got, yeah I mean anything you can think of where sex is involved <laughs> people pretty much pretty much do it and I, girls get really vindictive in porn where you know I had situations where people would say oh so and so said this about you on set and then be like well why would I hire oh, you God. I heard you said this on this set I'm like well I wasn't even in that movie so I don't know how I said that uh, on set yeah. that's the same bullshit it's, it's, it's very it's, yeah, like, entertainment. Indi- any entertainment any industry, industry yeah. thing has that yeah. I just bullshit. I feel like it's sex in porn especially because you're already in such a, a vulnerable situation so yeah. it's like you would think especially women would want to be as supportive as possible of each other not throwing each other under yeah, the especially bus because like you that. also yeah. you, you all fuck each other like I mean you can choose your scene partners and you can obviously veto right yeah. some a scene partner yeah. but I mean you might work together like why would you Want to make and how could you have sex with somebody who's like saying shit about you you know what I mean yeah and some uh, girls totally get off on like bitch fucking I guess you know yeah. and like but some girls are totally yeah. not into girls and then you get on set with that situation and that gets awkward what's that like are you are you bisexual or are you straight but no, you I'm like, totally yeah, could whatever you know yeah. <laughs> if I'm attracted to you I'm, I'm attracted to you yeah <laughs> good yeah yeah but there's some girls that are like only gay for pay kind of approach right. and is it harder are, to fuck the, have you ever yeah. done a scene with somebody who was just so not yeah and it just doesn't it feel you. like you're like what's wrong with me like, oh. <laughs> am I not pretty enough you know but yeah it totally happens and you just kind of have to blow it off plow and keep going through, I guess. but it's still there it still get happens plowed. so we, yeah get plowed through get right? plowed through by somebody who wants to <laughs> because i watch a lot of porn i love porn but one of the things that can immediately take me out of it is if uh i know the person if either anybody in the porn is like Ugh. like just right. over it and not want to be don't want to be there like when they're genuinely into it and getting turned on you can kind of tell some people are really good at faking it but uh, i feel yeah. like i can always tell if someone's really enjoying it so that for me is like a huge turn off so it's like how do you keep going when you're like oh god damn it i don't want to eat your pussy yeah you don't want me to eat your pussy <laughs> right but i gotta it's eat like, this bitch's pussy you got an hour yeah <laughs> three positions then you can get out of here <laughs> how long does a porn usually take to shoot um it, it depends if it's like a feature or just like a gonzo scene it can take an hour or eight hours or 10 hours you know like it's the like, bigger productions that are parody f- or or yeah. um oh, what the fuck is the dvds that i have Oh, I should text Steven. Oh, like this kink.com. But it's kink.com. Well, no, but it's DVDs. I'll think of it at some point oh. in, in the interview. Uh, now, have you have you shot a feature length porn? Mm-hmm. Okay. And now what's like the what's the highest product? What was the highest production value kind of thing that you were involved in in the porn industry? Um, I don't know. Like they don't do they features, at least for tattooed people. Uh-huh. Very rare. You're in a feature because you can't be a ain't no of anything pretty much right. mm-hmm. other than the la pink parody that i was in because that made sense right it was uh la ink right ripoff um <laughs> yeah 
but that one really, and that was like all day feature, like tons of like two scenes one day and then dialogue in between and like barely any time to Does eat. Does your pussy get tired? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how do you... So you get over or, it. Yeah, because how do you... Because, oh man, when you have sex, even when I'm with my boyfriend, we have sex like multiple times in a day. When that happens, like at the end of the day, I'm like, ow, dude. Like, like, yeah. But so when you go home, how do you, right? I mean, you have to. Oh my God. But when you go, did you have a boyfriend Mm -hmm. during all of this? So what was your sex life like when you were doing porn? Because I'm like, if I, it's like when you work at a coffee shop and you're like, if I see another cup of coffee, I see another dick. (laughs) I'm over it. Um, Actually, my sex life was like, I come home and have sex like twice a day days till after that this Damn. was like my early mid-20s so i was just yeah, i come from the middle of nowhere yeah and there's all these hot dudes who want to bang all the time and i was like let's go this sounds, sounds great wonderful i got married in vegas to this dude who was important too yeah uh, are you still married no 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 no. <laughs> no so no. you so you had so you wait you had a boyfriend then you guys broke up then you got married and then uh, well yeah i had a boyfriend back at home when i started porn and then we broke up okay. and i moved to california okay. and then i met a guy out here and it was very quick and we went to vegas in the one weekend and got married for a second literally like a second JK, how long jk annulment like, a, like yeah. a month or how long did that last that um it was like six months and how old were you at that time 25 25 okay yeah. okay yeah. old but, for kentucky your fucking grandma yeah. it was freaking me out a little bit I was like, well i better get married soon i'm 25 everyone at home has already got kids That's like, so, so that funny. was why you weren't just like drunken on a whim like Let's no a little part it. a little tiny part of me was like hold oh, on you could take the girl out of kentucky oh. <laughs> Oh, that's so sweet. And then how did that end? Were you like, did you guys break up? Are you together still or no? Oh, no. Yeah, it ended very messily. It was very bad. It was, you know, it's really hard to have a healthy relationship in porn when either party is in porn, let alone both of them are in porn. Oh, so so it was a porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it just is, you know, it's, and I was already over porn. I was like, you know, it got to the point where I was that person showing up on set. was like, okay, how long do I got to be here? I'm so fucking over this. Like, oh, yeah. So that, and he was all just starting and really into it. And it was just parting of ways. So, do you ever get jealous when you're when you're doing porn? You date somebody who's doing porn. Do you ever, or does it turn you on? Like for me, like the idea of my boyfriend fucking somebody else. I mean, doing porn is is a totally different world. But like that turns me on. Does that did was that a part of it for you, or you just didn't care because you knew exactly what the it's a job, right? Um, The porn part when you're both doing porn, it's more of like. Uh, a career competition that turns into mm-hmm. yeah. so like an industry. So stand up, yeah, because stand, yeah, stand you know, up, like standing, once you do a little better, and then you're doing a little better. You're like, you know, you gotta equally help each other out. But porn is very much a you're on your fucking own kind of business. Everyone seems like they're helping each other, but you really gotta like make sure you're okay because at the end of the day, it's a business where only like you can do that. It's you, yeah, you're the yeah, product. You're, yeah. the, you're still the product and stuff. So right. like that on top of it and he was just fresh starting out and, and like he was able to get all these other things travel international for it and like Aww. going back and forth with that and well, girls well, loved him were you trying to like kind of like skyrocket to like porn stardom or were you just doing this for fun like what was your did you have an ultimate goal when you or was it just at first it was new? like just for fun you mm-hmm. know it was like okay well i'm still dancing and whatever like this is dancing was more money than porn really yeah um yeah because people don't get paid a ton in porn anymore you really don't get paid that much uh, and for the risks that you take and now that like i'm out and i'm like did my education finish it's like whoa what i thought was a lot of money at 22 which was worth putting my body at risk it's not at right. all you can make more money doing something else and i worked for a couple tech companies within porn after leaving and seeing the you know the higher up the chain you go it's like whoa you're performing is the most risk well least paying least part pay. of this mm. i don't want to be part of this part i would have to get up here 
still have all the sex I want to have, but like make a living out of it. Yeah. Right. And a future and a safe future where like you get to choose who you play with more often. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is that is that what you're you're working in the tech part of it now or yeah mm-hmm. uh, well not besides, an adult anymore like yeah I was like besides you're because I know you're working with video games mm-hmm. and so that's that's your main thing now. Uh yeah actually and I just finished um makeup school out here too. Okay. Because I have a YouTube channel so like um since I quit porn, it was, what do I want to do with my life? I was doing video games, but it was a very male-dominated world, too. And I felt like I hit a lot of glass ceilings with the porn past, honestly. You know, they, it takes one Google search. And then when you're trying to get an in-office job, while everyone knows you and they think it's cool, but there might be someone who feels uncomfortable. So HR is like, really? And really how many this. times has that happened to you? Uh, three, I know for sure of, did they say, did they say to you? People were, there told me, but they couldn't tell me that to my oh face. My Obviously, technically it's illegal. Yeah. I was like, that's not, you know, legal grounds for firing somebody. Right. So what kind of like bullshit do they feed you to fire you? Oh, they're not, I didn't even get to that point. Oh, you just never made it to you. Went through all the, the interviews okay. and like so many times would be the last interview and like, really like, oh, here's going to happen. And then. You know, someone there. Everyone freaks out when there's someone, someone who freaks did porn. Out. Even when I started I makeup <laughs> school, like within three weeks, all the girls in my class had figured it out, even though I had not told them or linked anything other than just being like this girl with no makeup in class every day. Mm. It, find, like, it huh. finds you. You never do anything if you don't want anybody to see it. But, yeah, you know, right. it's like, I'm not ashamed of it. Why does the world have to make me feel like I should be ashamed of it? Well, yeah. that's the, that's the because world. Because people freak out. That. They don't know how to handle it. Because I, I feel like I feel like at the beginning, like when I met my boyfriend before we started dating and he was dating a, a girl who was in porn. Uh and he told me that I was like tell me everything that's amazing oh my god I want to know everything about like it's fascinating I think it's fascinating one of the reasons why it's fascinating to me personally is because I don't own my sexuality and and porn actors and actresses like that's the ultimate like yeah here's my pussy you want to fuck it you know what I mean so I'm really like I'm in awe of of someone being able to like hone in their sexuality so much and be so comfortable like that's what amazes me but I think with dudes and I mean other chicks probably are just petty and jealous it, it girls I'm sure you, you know that. it's a bummer yeah. although makeup school surprisingly with being so many women like amazing and when I awesome. I started making friends with all the girls in class and hanging out one on one or going to little groups and I finally like told a couple of them one night and they're like oh we already knew and that's <laughs> why I thought oh, really? they knew <laughs> that's yeah. awesome they're like we're just gonna wait for you to tell us and I was like oh <laughs> this is like bring a little time out it was so really sweet. sweet you guys yeah cause especially girls get like I have ex-boyfriends that I dated before porn that their girlfriends like wouldn't let them even be my friend anymore because they were weirded out that I had gone into porn what like you're just gonna like knock on their door one day and be like pizza's hey. here time to fuck right. Right, right what they, well, I don't understand that. Somebody order anal. Well, it's like, weird. Irrational fear. I got really jealous of oh, really? of the situation because she he dated her right before me and oh. we started dating two weeks after they broke up oh wow. so it was really quick and we i like we fell in love with each other very quickly Aww. but i was so intimidated by it but i knew i wasn't intimidated by it enough to be an immature piece of shit where i was like fuck her like she's really smart she's gorgeous she's good at porn like i have nothing bad to say about her i'm just an insecure piece of shit about it so it's like admit it <laughs> call a spade a spade you know well, what i'm saying oh girls were always you know guilty of it it's just yeah. being able to break down like okay this isn't them this is all it's all me. inside Why it's all internal this way yeah yeah what about guy like do you get any reactions from guys like do guys do you get slut shaming you want to talk oh, about that, that i in? mean on the internet of course like my right. youtube channel i am constantly having to keep up with comments because i don't even let them go up until i approve them because yeah like i like it better when you suck dick yeah and, you can't oh i saw a girl <laughs> <in her face. laughs> like oh you're the first one to say that oh my god yeah. who did it 
thanks for telling the internet I did porn. I'm sure they didn't know. Yeah. So, I mean, that part. And then in person, you know, like I think sometimes in gaming I experience it um, because the dude's were fans before because I was like the nerdy chick in porn and mm-hmm. like I tied a lot of my I had my own personal site where I had made my own content as well which was usually gaming related mm-hmm. so by the time I went to gaming it was because they'd already knew who I was and I was right. trying to leverage that into what else something else I loved and how to put you know time forward on my resume as work right kind of right thing. right but so guys can't I, a lot of guys can't get past you're that, a slut or like, a saint I, I saw her pussy so that's all she is to, like I feel like they yeah. have they don't they have a one-track mind with that kind of shit and they that's can't really true. let it go Oh. Yeah, they can't be cool. No, they can't hold their shit down. <laughs> That's so stupid. But now you you were talking you you had like uh, mentioned earlier just kind of in passing that uh, people are coming into porn with you know interesting pasts. I'm sure you come across a lot of people who maybe didn't come from the best place. Obviously, that's a stereotype, but I kind of wanted to discuss that a little bit because it seems like you had a. A, yeah. a nice childhood, but you, I see you shaking your head. At, so. at the time, I thought it was good. Okay, so yeah. do you? What, what was bad that you feel it? like can made of might have contributed to? Uh, well, my parents divorced when I was two. Okay, uh, my family's parents sides never got along um and then my father actually committed suicide when i was 15 on christmas which was three weeks after i lost my virginity on top of it okay very intense christmas oh jesus um and his dad had actually done it two years prior as well so both my grandfather and my father committed suicide Oh, yeah, daddy issues for sure. But right. when you're yeah, that's not a, in, that's I mean, in every di- fucking thing is an issue. Like I, yeah. I, the reason why we won't, I'm curious about this is because I fucking hate when dudes are like, either if you're a stripper, or if you're in porn. Oh, what the fuck did your dad do to you? Like it just I hate. Right. It makes me angry. But then other I talk to other people and they're like, no, it's true. Well, is it? I don't know. Because that's an interesting thing because everyone's it, fucked up from everything that's happened. Everyone, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, but I, I say coming across people with a supportive family is much more rare in dancing or porn. Totally, yeah. right? You don't totally. get into porn because you have like a stable family that's helping you pay for college like a big portion of reason i got into porn and dancing was i wanted to finish college i wanted to pay for it i didn't want to have to have a million dollars in student loans which i still ended up with anyway and porn didn't pay them you know it wasn't enough to really right pay how much higher education is now yeah bullshit so i mean when your dad was was alive was your relationship good was he a good father or when i remember him yeah like he was supposed to come every other weekend and get me but it didn't always happen okay but i have these like child memories of him so he still is never bad you of know course. Like, we had a good time we went to the river hung out with his friends mm-hmm. like they had kids that were my age but you know it's in hindsight like stuff that um like sexuality that my mom exposed me to early on i never you know i, I think she had her best intentions in mind mm-hmm. but she also like casually had sex with men that i wasn't hidden from me okay so I kinda, did you hear it when you were a kid yeah, yeah. Mm, I mean, up until I was very... in high school, banging on the wall kind of stuff, yeah. you know, like, now that I'm older, she was trying to be my best friend, and Not it, your it really backfired. Yeah, I needed a parent at that point, especially after losing my father. I really needed a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So um, I tried to stay on on track as much as possible, and I didn't really fall off the wagon. Like, when I look at statistically how it could have ended up and how course. it could have went, it's like, I'm not doing so bad. Yeah, so you kind you kind of seem like you're a, an experimental person. Then, was there anyone that you found in porn that whether it be a performer and an agent or a director who kind of acted as a parental figure and kind of made you do things, or was there any kind of relationship like that that developed? There were two people I looked up to. Okay, one who got me into porn and one who I looked up independently, like as a consumer of porn before I got into it, and both 
once you know the curtain was opened was not my best intentions mm. in mind and the first person who had got me in totally took advantage of a lot of things told me lower rates had me do stuff that like i didn't know that you wait to do and you wait like looking at like it from what? a career path like, like you don't do anal right away you wait and like get more money for your first anal scene it's just kind of the business oh of okay it. yeah yeah and and like stuff you wouldn't know and you would trust until this you person. started working for other people then, yeah. yeah and then like what they say you get paid for this you're like oh that's the standard and you don't know who to flush it out with or check you know until you get an agent you're kind of like uh, you're on your own you're okay. guessing how yeah, long did it take you to get an agent uh maybe a year and a half okay so for yeah. a year and a half you're just kind of trusting what people tell you yeah which was one on company your... yeah i can't imagine navigating the porn industry on my own oh my as God. a young woman like yeah it was it was overwhelming and you you know you get all these you go to these parties and get bottle service everything's free so even though that stuff's happening you don't know what it means or realize it's happening you're just like oh my god i'm having so much fun i'm at a party whatever because i mean you know you're still a performer so you have that magical thing where you feel like a celebrity you know you're wearing nice clothes you're with and they they tout you up for it too you know they're like fluffing you to the whole feeling yeah absolutely Mm. so now you're getting bottle service and stuff is i imagine there's probably a substance abuse problem running rampant in the porn industry yeah it's as with I mean, most as with comedy yeah <laughs> everyone's with like los angeles yeah. as a general la loves cocaine <laughs> it's right? weird and it's crappy i don't know why people like it like <laughs> it's like i was it's such I a mean, stereotype I, for like the 80s i feel like that's what i thought but i get so everyone's talking about it we had a, we were on a show on tuesday at the store or on the, um our friday show and everyone was fucking talking about cocaine and then i was waiting in line for the bathroom last night and this girl was like how how did you get your waist that skinny? Do you do like a lot of coke? I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I fucking work out and eat well. Like, oh, it's weird. Hmm. But anyway, sure. drug substance abuse is what is that like in that yeah, from your experience? It's different. You know, it's like people are doing drugs, but what people's choice of drugs are so different. And like, I really didn't drink a lot till I was like 23. I was mm-hmm. really boring. Like I turned 21 on a Sunday in a blue state. So I couldn't even get alcohol and it was a snowstorm. <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess I'll drink sometime and just never got around to it. <laughs> and then turned 23, got into porn. I was like, Oh, parties. But um, yeah, there, I mean, there's definitely Coke. There's people that do Coke, lots of uppers. So people stay like, yeah. Oh, oh, hi to meet you. Hi to meet you. And can fuck right. and fuck and fuck and fuck. Um, some people do ecstasy a lot when they go to set. Mm, you know? Whoa. Yeah. I feel like you'd be so dehydrated between the fucking and the ecstasy. Right? Like, yeah, the sweating and stuff. <laughs> the lights, the can fucking, you t- the have ecstasy. You ever, have you ever been fucking somebody and you realize, oh, fuck, are you on dr- Are you high right now? Uh, um, <laughs> Is that a wrap? <laughs> with dudes, they are not so much before sets because they can't do anything to risk fucking up their dick. Right. Yeah. So, like, coke, they can't. You know, there's like that coke, famous... Yeah, coke dick, coke, ma- dick. coke makes your dick... Right? They buy stuff from Canada. Like, they buy, um, you know, erection fractal dysfunction pills from canada and get them shipped over and that's usually their drug of choice before a scene like but i've known girls that look for colored contacts that match their color so that they can roll and their pupils not be dilated obviously in the scene i'm like damn that is (laughs) that is thinking commitment to being eye tripping wow but some of them it's not because they can't do it otherwise it's like i have a friend that she does that um i only talked to one girl who's still actively in porn actually uh and she was talking about it. it's like 
there was a 12 person gangbang and she wanted to enjoy it. So she like decided to do that. And it's like, well, it makes sense, especially to be able to take that. Yeah, I kind of get it. Like, because when I smoke weed, I get super horny. Mm-hmm. So if my job was because uh, I the idea of like a bunch of dudes fucking me makes me horny. Like I, that sounds fucking delightful. Um, uh, but you in, need a lot of Red Bull. It's a lot of work. <laughs> well, like I'm like, but why wouldn't I want to get stoned? Just be like, oh, touch me, boys. Like, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds amazing. But then yeah. it's like you have to perform and you have to be you know you have to you have to be on right so you can't really be like uh, and just lay there and look like yeah and then you have to take all that in your mouth at the end of it yeah <sighs> that's the hard part that a lot of this a lot of porn is shot for dudes to jerk off only to. dudes what the girls fuck? like oh i'm hitting myself oh yeah i need some jizz all over my face <laughs> the jizz on the face that, that just did never makeup. turn me on and some of the blowjobs are I very don't mind the jizz on the face but i feel like i'm in the minority there but like every single time it's like a, sometimes every time yeah, no, like, it's the no, morning no, I gotta go somewhere just for cleanup purposes alone I mean yeah. that's just a no, I mean, I no like, one likes a headache I like watching the guy come like I like when his penis is outside the girl and he's coming like that I love I think it's great but then like in the eye come on dude. I mean, and it hurts that sounds because you've got a lot of jizz in your eyes. Your eyes absolutely have to be closed. But I mean, sometimes sometimes have have you gotten jizz in your eye? Yeah, it hurts. It really hurts. Stings really? It really stings. You've never gotten jizz in your eye? No. Oh yeah, it hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. Ah. And you got like eyelashes on and lash glue, and then that's all getting in there, and then it's like getting stuck together, and it's chicks really got the wrong to the deal. Yeah. So annoying. Wait. Oh, I have so many questions about anal. Do you do anal? I did do anal. Yeah. What is the prep like? And did you like the anal? Um, I like anal, but when it comes to porn anal, it was, you know, you're doing stuff at an angle. Right. For an opening up. So anal at an angle. Oof. It's not <laughs> anal so, at an angle, man. Not so feeling good, you know. <laughs> it was, how, why, how, so is the dick entering you differently? From the side. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. How do you, how, is that painful? Yeah. So you like what, you know, a lot of people do and what I would do is get up in the morning and you'd you wear a butt you, plug. Oh enema, yeah. To open kind of, you up. Yeah. And but just do leave it in all day okay. until you're seen. Cause that way it's like stretch the muscle. Right. So it's not as hard. So, so if you, cause, cause I have a butt plug, but I haven't used it yet. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused, but you put it in with lube or no, Ooh. no lube. Oh yeah. And then you just oh, yeah, walk lube. around with it. <laughs> okay. Cause I wasn't sure I was like, no will, it, will it fall out without lube? I don't know. I guess if your asshole well, is gigantic. Well, if it's gigantic. falling out, then it probably won't hurt too bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then you just, how many hours do you put it, have the butt plug in? Um, I mean, if I shot it like at two, I'd bring up at like eight or 30 or so. Oh, okay. So casually put in. Maybe like an hour even. Some people don't. It just depends on your own body. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like I would do it so it wouldn't be uncomfortable at all because I needed to be very stretched out for it. <laughs> right. Because it's sideways angle. Oh yeah. my God. And they would always, I would always do interracial scenes and they'd book me for anal. So oh, like the biggest dicks. Giant dicks. Oh, yeah. God damn it. And I'd be like, okay, today I can take it. How do you <laughs> take what? a giant cock sideways in your ass without, and still look hot on your face? And She's not a make professional. a professional. You're called acting. I admire you. I can't. I would. I would make all the faces. There was. I have one really bad time when I was doing like a live webcam show, and it was an interracial anal scene. And this guy's so awesome. Such a nice performer. But the studio didn't have any enemas. They only had douches in the bathroom. And it was like ten minutes till we go live. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to make this douche work very carefully. And it snagged. The, <gasps> it was like. And it's Wait, live, what? so the whole time I'm like, "Yeah, I'm really into this." I'm like, "Oh my oh, god, I'm gonna die!" Pain, <gasps> Fuck. 
fuck? And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, uh, it did just a little, but not enough during sex that you could see anything, but just like, oh, and you had to keep your face. Oh my God. Game face. What? No, why do you get booked for interracial, uh, scenes a lot? Just Um, because a lot of people aren't willing to do it. Oh, uh, I mean, porn porn Um, is like oddly kind of racist still when it comes to that. So like, you know, I have friends that I feel like everyone want to get on the black eyes dick. Yeah, no, you think so, but like it's I mean, weird because also if you're like mixed but you're not that dark, they don't consider it interracial. Or if you're like, it's really down for girls, like girls who can, you know, like have no tattoos, look very like little perfect, like twenty three porn chicks that have like two or three years and they work a whole bunch of time and then you know that's the end of porn for them and then some other one else turns eighteen and goes on, <laughs> kind of thing. But they don't. When do one th- girl turns twenty three, another girl's turning eighteen. So pretty never much forget. So interracial is like above anal. It's like there were like gangbangs and stuff on extreme. Why it's considered an extreme, I do not know. But if you say you're like a white chick and you don't do interracial, but you bang an Asian dude, they don't consider that interracial a lot. It, but, that won't taint you as they treat what? it. Oh, that's wow. weird. Yeah. So if you're willing to do interracial, like you're probably gonna get booked for a lot of interracial. And I was like, but does it, does it does it lessen your value? Yeah. In the porn industry, as so- a girl, people treat it like it lessens your value. Yeah. Wow. Because if you're like this little girl who looks 18, but you know you're legally 18, but you look younger, seeing you take a giant big black dick is like not Every what they want to do dream. so even, i know you would think even so. in porn even in porn you almost have to in a certain sense remain virginal in some aspects yeah. oh my god and it's and it's and is this you know this is like obviously the industry is doing this but it's i'm sure from feedback based on porn consumers right porn or it's still a little slow to keeping up with feedback from consumers okay like like so this has gotten a feed- lot better in the past couple years but for a long time like tattoos until suicide girls you you didn't work it didn't matter no one hired you You were like a truck stop hooker if you had tattoos kind of approach that's why like that girl that was on uh, the blink 22 album cover oh yeah got all tattoos like you know she didn't work what and now she's like been arrested and stuff yeah yeah but she's back so so hot no did you always have the amount of tattoos that you have now i did i started getting a tattoo at 18 and i got my sleeve done at 21 so by the time i'd enter porn i already had like all of this because for me i spend hours looking for porn with people with tattoos and oh. both the men and the women like this is like a search that i do often and it is it's difficult to find a lot because i like i like a punk girl punk rock like people tattoos piercings etc stuff yeah. like that because i'm like uh, i feel like you know the the go-to is like uh, fake tits blonde hair and i yeah. can't even watch porn with that that's just for me that's not something that yeah i enjoy so yeah and and it's like a totally different feeling for men that are heavily tattooed and porn versus women but like i said in the past couple years even just since i've quit it's really changed so much with like christy mack and oh she's um, so hot she's gorgeous yeah and then like bonnie rotten and stuff but before that especially a chest tattoo like it was so much work for me to get work even though i was with la direct which was one of the best agencies at the time it was still like shaking hands constantly networking myself because no one knew what to do with you and i don't look super punk rock even though yeah. i have a bunch of tattoos so i was really just like oh what are you doing yeah, that girl say, <laughs> you have a very interesting look at because you do have all these tattoos uh but they're not like they're very they're like a lo- there's a lot but they're okay. very like whimsical <laughs> they're very whimsical the tomato. and yeah and you i mean you, could not, you look oh, young you have the red oh, hair you. the blue eyes i mean i feel like you a lot of people you would be like they're Dream, dream fantasy yeah like girl next door with tattoos yeah exactly porn, porn only Weird. works in stereotypes so it's Ugh. like i didn't really well, the cer- yeah look at the categories yeah right i mean yeah. jesus yeah kind of tell like, by that the white is also asian people and racial is only this oh it's like God. porn is boiled down to the most 
stereotypical stereotype you could think of. So, do you have? Are there a lot of porn bloopers while on set that people don't see? Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oops. I would say like you know when you like cuts. when I'm having sex, sometimes when the when you, the dick goes all the way out and then it goes back in, but then he it goes, just punches you in the taint and you're Ooh. like, ow. Yeah. Like, has that happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> take I've, a break. I've seen yeah that stuff all the time. <laughs> or like there, you know, it goes you go out too fast and it goes yeah. down the side. And you're oh, like, you're not even in there. I, are in the wrong hole. Or, you know, like, right. <laughs> anyway, it could go bad, but in a funny way, it totally happens. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys? Is there like a sense of humor on set at all? Or no? yeah, I mean, what can you do when you laugh when you're right? like, say you're naked with a wiener in your yeah, hand? Yeah, you have to humor about <laughs> I got anything. This ween. Like, oh, I'm too good for this. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Have you done gangbang scenes? I never did do a gangbang. Okay. No, it was like Some... the one thing I really wanted to do, but I never. Oh, you wanted, wanted to do, do it. it? I did. So I love watching gangbang. Well, throughout this whole thing, so you, did you do thirty three porns? Is that that the internet? That's what they're talking. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I had that, and I had my own site, which probably was only maybe like another twenty uh-huh. scenes on it. So yeah, I guess that's about right. But gangbang, like. I was just like, hey, I'd like to do that. I, about it I'm wondering, like, what's it like in between takes on a gangbang? Yeah. Like, what do you, I like, is everyone just like a lot of friends? Oh, my friend Hang tweeted up. me. Like, are they on their phone with their dicks in their hand? Probably. And the girls I mean, just, that, like, laying everyone down. Everyone pretty much has their phone somewhere. But, like, you would be like, <laughs> pause, check. <laughs> so what's the, so if you haven't done game, what's, what would you consider the most hardcore pornographic did, scene you did? I did do a shoot for kink.com. So that one was like, probably the most. What, what did it involve? It was the device bondage. Kind of shit there. What bondage? The device bondage. So it's solo, but it was like oh, okay. being literally screwed to a floor upside down in a pile driver position where oh. like if something happened, it would still take 15 minutes for them to undo the hardware screwed into the wood oh my to God. get you out and then one where like they had a gas mask on me and um like restricting my breathing and putting icy hot on my nipples while like Ow- i'm owie? like locked into owie was uh, that an owie Oh, that was, and that was like hour for hours. It was like, oh, no getting it off. Oh, my nipples are now. (laughs) Did you ever feel like scared during any of those scenes or were you just kind of like, were you turned on with it? Um, some of it, yeah, some of it was turned on. It was more like I had never done bondage that extreme. And there's such a, like, you know, well-known company within adult that I felt safe. I knew people that worked there my age booked. So it wasn't like, okay. I'm going to some dude's basement. Right. I hope this hope is okay. Don't kill me. It wasn't like Saw porn edition. No, like not, was... not quite like that. <laughs> there was like an industrial oil drum of lube, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this big the blue barrel. The only place you're ever going to see it is on a porn set. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially kinks. So. <laughs> no, so this seems like you still come off it with like a still of like a, a love and enjoyment for sex. But I know yeah. that you did express to me that your overall experience experience i mean would you categorize your overall experience as a negative experience in porn because it's so hard to say because it like uh it ruined like so many relationships i had it's ruined a lot of business opportunities i would have had afterwards Mm -hmm. but you know arguably like would they be there otherwise some yes some no of course um Mm. and then the business aspect of like people actively trying to screw you over and that happened a whole lot for me because the tattoo thing there you know like it's like girls scratching at each other to try to get these few jobs for tattoos so it was really Um, like i mean one one company that i used to work for my agent had to intervene and have a meeting with her to tell her to stop trying to sabotage me with other companies. Wow. I was, was she just saying dumb anything shit she it? could, any oh like all, that. I was just the one I was talking about people on set when I had never even been on like those sets, and that's when one of the directors was like, "Well, so and so said you said this," and I'm like, "I wasn't there, and you yeah. can check the dates." And that's when he was like, "Okay, do you want to come work for me?" <laughs> 
Wow. And then, damn. like, one of the biggest directors who worked for Vivid, who does a lot of the um, oh. like superhero. Very familiar with Vivid's work. Very chauvinistic. by their, their uh, production offices. offices. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, one of the directors, like, called me and I had him on speakerphone in my car and my friends were in there and he's like I would never hire you you're fat and ugly and I was like this is a job you don't want me for the job and then chasing down companies for your money even though your agent's doing it a director called you to tell you how he thought you were fat and ugly yeah because he uh had done the superhero movies and obviously my niche was like gaming and so I um make a great poison ivy you was it you really would (laughs) (laughs) well there was like this crossover and like especially like they were doing the spider-man porn and there was a petition online like people like one of my friends was a g4 signed it It was this huge thing with hundreds and hundreds of signatures to have me be mary jane and he called just to personally tell me he would not ever hire me because i'm fat and ugly and i have stupid tattoos uh he had an italian accent so it was like okay this is not a normal job i don't like this part of it yeah and then like hounding people for paychecks that part you know it's like yeah directors would even screw over the studios and run away with thirty thousand dollars and you all work for free and there's nothing you know wow there's no longevity or real ability to plan a future off the income through adult i feel like Mm -hmm. and then like just everything around it being affected. Yeah, because so everyone who wants to do it for the money shouldn't do it for the money. Even if you do it for the money, it's not that much money. Right, exactly. <laughs> because like the Bell Knox, obviously. Right. For yeah, whatever like, reason, everybody's talking about her specific instance in getting into porn. She's not the first girl to go to college. Exactly. Yeah, and it wouldn't even the money, matter. But doing it for the money, I mean, when you were yeah. doing it for the money at college at the time, it was sufficient because it was a couple hundred bucks at the time was a lot. Yeah, for, for yeah a and it, it didn't kid. start that way. It just kind of like, you know, like anything that is a job turns into like a job at yeah. some point. And once it turned into like no fun, I was like, why well, I love sex? I'm not going to ruin it with right. this job about sex. I'm going to go have sex for fun. And I actually, the first year out of porn and out of my marriage, like I left him three weeks after I had left porn because I found all this information out, blah, blah. And about was, him. Yeah, uh, it, but it was just so liberating because it was like, I'm in the city with all these like hot dudes and hot chicks and they're like, I'm single and I'm not in porn anymore and I'm just yeah. going to do whatever I want. Town is mine, baby. It was a that good sounds year. sounds wonderful. Was a good year. <laughs> so, so what would you say to, to someone, especially a young woman who is interested in becoming a porn uh, performer? Uh, uh, what can you really say? You know, people said yeah. the same things to me when I was young. You really just can't comprehend of how it will flush out until it does. Uh-huh. But take that advice and heed it. Like, if you don't want people to know, don't ever think no one will find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't think this won't ever affect every job you have from now on if you ever want to leave adult. Like, if your job is you want to be a famous porn star and that's what you're throwing your all into then good luck (laughs) (laughs) good night and good luck yeah but you know like if you're just doing this thinking that no one will know as like to make a quick buck like this is not like quick you actually have like you know you actually but but for someone who actually like has a passion for sex and wants to do porn you wouldn't advise it i would say lifestyle like Uh you know like i really like i'm still involved in lifestyle stuff you know Mm -hmm. me and my boyfriend are swingers and like he's never been an adult but anytime you turn something in that you love into a monetary thing kind of like it's hard line and sex is so fun why why change it because i know friends that still love sex that are inborn too but it's not the same as like an organic growing how could it be yeah Mm -hmm. it's fun when you did porn did you come a lot in the scenes no you didn't no never so you never <laughs> really never good at faking it i can't without um a toy so like really yeah so you need like clitoral stimulation yeah like yeah. sometimes after the scene was over the guy would finish the job you know I'd be oh, like, that's very nice that, that is actually it's very sweet of yeah him. 
Like I did so much work. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Would he just go down on you? Or, yeah. 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 Because oh, yeah, wow. porn, you can't really go down for like as long as it might take. Right. Right. right of course. That's or at right. the angle you need it to be. Yeah. The, see, oh, so I this think is the people, part I want to see in people porn. are getting a lot a lot of young people are getting their sex education from porn because it's like if their yeah. parents aren't saying anything and the school's like just don't have sex well, what the fuck are you gonna do and it's like oh like, there's so many things about it that I'm like this is geared towards dudes and this is not how people I know yeah it really like it, I, I hope to see that part change like it is changing a little bit there are signs that shoot for women but it's because still... it's not even necessary. Like I don't need a fucking plot and a princess in a castle that has nothing to do right, with it. Just right. like do things while you're fucking that a woman show me gets some off dude. On. I want to yeah. see some dude. Yeah, yeah I don't need to just see the back of his butt and that's it. His like balls flapping in the wind. This business on his chest. <laughs> and I also feel nice like arms. it's okay to just like throw ugly dudes in porn. Sometimes. I know. I do. And I'm just like, why does the girl they have can to do be it. gorgeous and the guy is gross? Yeah, I was like, I'd rather have a better looking guy with a smaller dick. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Like that would be better for and everybody. who knows what he's okay. doing and like can, oh god yeah do you i know i know you mentioned that before you were uh started doing porn yourself that you were a consumer of it now having left do you still watch porn uh not really mm-hmm. you know it's kind of weird to be take like, your head out of it right it's hard yeah you know it's it's been a long time and like when i left i just would have refused to even talk about it because i just needed time to really take in everything that happened see how i felt about it but now it's you know like scrolling through oh that's my friend well that's weird I don't really want to watch my friend <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. now in like the insides like well I know that he doesn't even really like doing that <laughs> like well it's ruined now it's like I watch hentai because now I'm like I don't know anyone in there and it can't be ruined for me in hentai there you go <laughs> when do you have to schedule your shoots around your period uh, no, you actually use a sponge. Oh, that was like the co- there. There are some great sex tips I learned from. Oh, wow. from tell us porn. more. Yeah, okay, please, yeah, a natural sea sponge. It has to be natural, can't be the synthetic. Boil it so it's clean, sterile lube, and put it up there. And you can and put it sex. all the way up your sur- until you can't put mm-hmm. it up anymore. And then it doesn't. Yeah, about the size of a tampon because it, it'll move with penis as it goes in, but then it also absorbs on the other side. Oh, you know, so if it's a heavy out. flow day, you might want to like rinse it out or something, see how it yeah. goes. But if you just like light and you want to do it. Oh. Wait, what other oh. sex tips have you learned from doing Oh, the anal thing, like the, oh, yeah. the, butt, the butt plug, plug for a while up to it. When you first so did anal, easier. was it, did you not do the butt plug? No, no, I didn't know. It was just like, did you ever? Do you ever bled while doing anal without yeah, the butt plug? No, I, that's I got my problem. Once, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not good. It's not good, <laughs> and it takes forever to heal. It's like a paper cut. That yeah, just keeps opening. Yes, and okay, I gotta get. Yeah, a butt you're not plug. alone. And okay, did good. you now? Did you, besides the the ripping? Did you ever uh, get any porn related injuries or diseases? Or I anything? got gonorrhea once. Gonorrhea. What's it once. like? What is? What are the characteristics? Physical characteristics. You know, like, it, what is, is it itchy or no? It, you know, it takes so long for you to actually show effects, and then you're getting tested so often. So I'd only had it for like a week by the time my test had come back. Oh, okay. so I was like, oh, okay, antibiotics. And then just. And then it's and it was gone. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now they're having issues with the antibi- antibiotic resistant gonorrhea oh. going around, especially in LA. Oh wow. So I'm curious, like, how that's going to pan out. You know? Yes. What would you do? You can't. Super you can't work. Gonorrhea. I don't well, know. That's happening, right? I mean, I don't know. Ooh. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> oh <my laughs> not, not fun, but and um, no, and and I, I just you just tapped on a couple times, like people calling you fat when you're obviously not, which is so really <laughs> weird a, to uh, me. Um, so I mean, is is an eating disorder the way it is in regular like Hollywood movies? Is this also a big problem for? Yeah, women I would in say porn? so. I mean, 
super body conscious and of course the people that are are like obsessively so and you you kind of have to be because you're like if you want to do this as a career and this is you really got to dedicate all of it to product it. Yeah. yeah yeah so were you like working out like every single day eating i always ate like- healthy and worked out i just kind of was like these are the only people that are saying i'm fat i'm looking at a chart my bmi is healthy my weight's healthy like i'm on the lower end of average weight for my height so there's nothing i can physically do to be any different size for this person and it's 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 not usually that you're actually fat or anything it's some way to like demean you to mind fuck you to mind fuck you to get you to do it to lower your self-esteem so that you'll be a puppet yes exactly Mm. And that part was a bummer. And it's a bummer seeing like the women in control turn into that too. Cause they, oh. for so long, they kind of have to, to stay afloat within that industry. Are there any female directors in porn? There's tons. Oh, yeah, okay. There's tons of female directors. Interesting. But you know, a lot of start off as performers and you work your way up and then yeah. you do the directing. Cause you get a grasp of the industry and, and what it yeah. takes and stuff like that. So would you, would you ever enter the porn industry again? Are you kind of done with that? Never. Yeah. That's What's the and gross- then they say that you're, they're always like, you're going to come back. Like they're Pennywise. Like you're going to, oh God, <laughs> going to float down here. I like, I still get offers to shoot scenes. And when I say no, 50% of the time say you'll be back. They always come back. Mm-hmm. It's like I will literally never. Well, now come I'm. Yeah. Not even, I'm not now gonna come I'm back even more because I hate back. you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm still a rebellious kid at heart. So <laughs> even if I wanted to, I'd be like, no. Just to spite you. you now, I'm never doing. Yeah, never doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any? What's like the grossest thing that's ever happened on a porn set to you, with you? Anything? The only time I walked off set was a movie called Spit Down the Spectalum. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, the girl walked off with me. Um, she had been booked for the scene for two days before. The girl bailed the first time. So then she went on the second day and the girl bailed the second time. And the third day they booked me. But this girl didn't eat this entire time because a lot of like, you know, your digestive tract and some people can't eat because it goes pretty quick. Right, right, and So it's going to be a couple hours. You got to be careful. So she just didn't eat this entire time. So by the time I'm there, she's like, you know, sugar low, kind of out of it, getting her makeup done. And I was told by my agent that it was just a girl, girl, boy, three-way anal, not like we're shoving shit up your ass that shouldn't be there. And then we're going to suck it out with straw. Um, Whoa. Yeah. It was an evil angel. So, you know, it was like super filthy, but I would have liked my agent to be like, Hey, this is a special, like you need to prep yourself a little bit like this. So wait, they put something up. They try to put something up your ass. Spectalum. Both of us. We were supposed to both have a spectalum up our ass. Spectalum is, is that, it's a, it's like when you go to the gynecologist and they open you a little bit. Okay. That's what the clamps. Yeah, the, yeah, the okay. clamp. That's but the th- when I got there, they had this bathtub filled with plastic spectalums that were vaginal spectalums, which are a little more oval shape. But okay. it, they were intending it for anal, which needs to be circular shaped. And not only that, it's like plastic. You can't sterilize plastic between uses. And they're using these on multiple oh my scenes. God. And you point out something like that, which is probably why often I got called fat and stupid. Because I'm like, that's actually not you how you up play yourself. Because you stood up for yourself. You're intelligent. Yeah, oh I'd be like, uh, I did three years in biology lab cleanup. I can tell you right now that that's not going to work. <laughs> no, you're not. You're a dumb whore. Shut up. Like, I feel like that's Pretty much. Like, oh. you're right. I am a dumb whore. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I'll never Put that in her butt. <laughs> Wait, what were they going to put up your butt? They, so they put this pa- plastic spectalum. They did? You did? I, I, I took it for the team. For I was going to go first because the girl was like, looked like she was oh, about to die already. Said, I'll be the one that takes it. Let me put it in because it's not you're even so supposed sweet. to be there. <laughs> Oh. That was very sweet of you. <laughs> Team player. I tried. And, and, but she was living like in her, um, 
like some of the agents have houses like model houses and so mm-hmm. she was living there and she was gonna walk off the set afterward like after we we're going through this and what he was asking was like upped and upped and upped and then put it in there and then he was throat fucking her over it because she was supposed to like blow him and spit come down uh-huh and he is making her oh throw, over your ass right okay got he's it, got making it, got her throw up and she's like you gotta stop like i'm i'm dry you don't have anything to yeah, even throw up yeah. and she's just like spit he's like here's a bowl we'll edit it out and she looks oh at me and starts crying. I was God. like, I'm out. Like, yeah. I was like, if you want to ride, I'll give you, you a ride. And we're fucking plastic off. clamp out of your ass and you fucking walk <laughs> the the fuck out of there. Sterilize the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, this, no, yeah. this is not safe. And like, she's sick and you're using the wrong utensils. Yeah. And this is not worth Cut. any amount of money that you're going to give me. I had to fight for my kill fee even. Because if something like that happens, they still have to pay your kill fee, which is only like 200 bucks. I had to fight for that forever. And of course, I got like an earful for getting another girl from another agency to walk off set i was like she oh i took her straight to a God. restaurant and you can't do bagel. anything right yeah you couldn't do anything right and I all the things you were doing were so that. well it was for the safety of you and your co-star it, like, it was really unsafe yeah and any like anal ripping if you're working with someone yeah. the next day you're more susceptible to an std so if you're having unprotected sex over and over and over it's like well come on why are you doing this yeah. why are you making this worse you're for gonna us unemploy everybody yeah right yeah jesus Wow. The, yeah, I okay. So fuck the porn industry. <laughs> Do you know anybody I know I who has? Bad. I'm like, I don't want to. I always well, I mean, have a bad thing. I'm like, this is the truth. But any jobs? But if it's true, yeah, yeah no, it of seems course. like honestly, it seems like a lot of like normal complaints that you would, anyone would have about a regular job. So it kind of, in a way, it's good. It kind of like normalizes it. It's like, well, yeah. porn has its ups and downs, just like any career that you would choose. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus. When you're trying to be a comic or, or when you're trying to be an actress, especially if you're a girl, you get fucking thrown through the the, the all of the you're fat and ugly <laughs> so that you'll do what I want thrown at you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. And you would think porn would be like not that we're fucking yeah, yeah we're all fuck to have fun. Yeah. like good job banging you know yeah <laughs> high awesome. fives all around like, yeah high five you look great out there do you know do you have friends or know people that are actively in the porn industry that genuinely love it um yeah my one girlfriend that i still talk to that's still an adult like when i quit you know it i just walked away from all of it you know there wasn't a lot of strong relationships there was like one girl who was in porn but is no longer porn and i actually have two girlfriends that are no longer porn and quit before me and that that i talked to them but it's like a weird environment to like cross over and have people understand when you had a bad time and they're having a great time right because she she's having a great time you know she's making 30 grand for like a gangbang scene because she's waited so long but now it's like but this is going to be the end yeah she's up to the top so, so it's, it's gotta go more extreme or be over yeah I where, feel do, you, where like, do you go like, from a does it bang? ever end well for a woman who has a career in porn like does it ever end on a positive note have you ever heard of that happening because it feels you know, like Linda Lovelace died in a trailer park right yeah, it sounds like and that. not that long ago like 10 years ago yeah so i don't i don't know you know for men there are definitely like you know that after porn ends documentary is really great i know it's a really good documentary but the men have a totally easier time about it they yeah. can move on and girlfriends and wives are like when you were young remember your porn is such a stallion you're so crazy yeah. but girls like you were such a whore right on all those dicks you're old news yeah yeah well how about someone like jenna jameson i mean obviously she's back in porn she's they been, always she's doing porn back. so they, they come back yeah but it's but it's like yeah because it's kind of like that's for the, all for she's the money she, she's and also she's just Very. so known for that it's like yeah jenna jameson's not gonna do anything else no one's gonna cast jenna jameson as the leading lady in a hollywood film you know right. it's kind of like you are you know one she of the take most the Sasha famous Gray route and do some 
you know, cameos right. as herself, like entourage shit. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think no that has idea. to do with her look, though. Jenna Jameson was more like stereotypically what you think of a porn star where right. Sasha Gray had this kind of like alt American apparel. Uh, look. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like wayfish. You know, I could be fucking Adrian Grenier kind of a look. So it does have to do with that. It's a very you know, based on aesthetics as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Well, we could talk to you for five <laughs> more hours on this, but we have to wrap up. Yeah. Thank you oh, for being oh, so open. This is a yeah. super insightful oh, conversation no, about the porn industry. Yeah. Yeah, and where can we find your your YouTube? What's your YouTube channel? Oh, uh, you can just go to meowmistydawn.com. You can find my YouTube, my Twitter, everything there. My Twitter is meowmistydawn, everything. M-I-S-T-I. So. Meow Misty Dawn. Yes. We'll put all the links and stuff up on our page. Thank awesome. you so much for Thank coming you. so much. Our makeshift apartment for the week yeah. uh, and sitting down and talking to us. We really appreciate lovely. it. Yeah. Thank you. 